a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right, right now I'm joined by Ruby Du Morena. Good morning. How are we today? Yeah, feeling good, thank you. Very good. Most High EP is out now. Congratulations on the release, um, your second release, but it's been a minute between the two. It has. It has. Oh, there's been a baby between the two as well. <laughs> <laughs> that will do it. Yeah, yeah, that will do it. Um, it's been about seven years since the last release, seven, eight years, actually. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to get some, some new music out that we've been working on um, with the same producer from my last EP as well, which is uh, Peter McDowell. Yep. Yep, the king of uh, New Zealand dancehall, really. Yeah, him and the other half of High Stakes Records. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've got a huge, huge kind of list of people that they've worked with, uh, a lot of Jamaican artists. So I'm quite blessed to be able to work with them again, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, now, you're kind of showing the breadth of uh, sound system culture on this EP. Reggae, Roots Reggae, Dancehall and Jungle. Um, yeah. which is, a, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, not a really more modern take on dance um, sound system culture, but it's, it's certainly a, a big part of it. Um, it's almost a sound clash between uh, where you're kind of versing yourself on this record. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I love all kind of um, branches of reggae music, you know, because it all comes from reggae. Yeah. And that sound system culture and live band culture as well is what I grew up around um, with my dad a lot. He was in the 12 Tribes Band of New Zealand and my mum uh, played piano as well and my grandma had us in church in Samoan, Bessie as they call it, right? Church choir. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was, I was very musical and so for me, I've always been um, interested in especially reggae, obviously, but the different branches that have come off there and the way it's evolved over the decades and it has really evolved over the decades if you look at like if we just take the genre of dancehall uh and the difference between yellow man and um barrington compared to um the dancehall of now you know it's it's there's a total um evolutionary change but there's still the same kind of ethos and the same kind you know in the same um, drum patterns behind it, so you know it's it's all the same, but different. Yeah, it's, um, you know, you, you find people that kind of get stuck in the nineties. Was a great era for dancehall. Yeah, I just say. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what I love about dancehall artists is they pay homage to that era and and just to the history and the founders of dancehall, they're always paying homage to that and taking it new places as well. And they're still trendsetting for a lot of other genres around the world, reggaeton, hip-hop. Um, they're still looking to what the dancehall producers are doing in Jamaica to this day to get inspiration for uh, the evolution of hip-hop and, and uh, reggaeton and things like that as well. So it's great. I love I love seeing it evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, me too. And I was right there in the 90s with um, dancehall culture. Uh, wow, some of it around here in Dunedin. There was bits and pieces. It was great. It was yeah. great. Loved it. Um, you just mentioned um, your father was in 12 tri- tribes. Um, so he must have been with Shafu's dad. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, they're both 
founding members of the organization down here in the 80s. Uh, so, yeah, I was one of those Rasta babies kind of born right into the middle of it and raised during the peak of the good old days, Rasta days, yeah. uh, Ponsonby party days. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. you know, it's and there are moments of um, Pacific Island reggae in your music. Uh, and, and that's what they were doing, and Herbs in the day then as well, and then with Shay, with uh, To Be Specific, and, and things yeah. like that. What, you know, what's I, that Kiwi flavour, that, that uh, Micronesian flavour, that Polynesian flavour um, that's come into reggae over the last, like, 30-odd years? What, you know, um, what do you think that's done for the art form? You know, what, what do you think of those specific things that make our reggae um, different, but just as important? Well, for me personally, people like Shay uh, was a game changer because it was the first time I'd seen uh, and heard like a Polynesian boy from the same area as I was in Auckland City um, doing hip-hop and reggae, like mixing it together and also having elements of that Patua Jamaican flavour as well, which I think he would have taken away from the Rasta upbringing that he had mm-hmm. um, and that, that, that for me that was the first time I'd seen that um, and then just watching her grow and seeing how it uh, influenced other people and other musicians um, I think it's what's really made New Zealand reggae unique um, and why we and it also attracts other artists internationally like you know that One Love Festival that has close to 30,000 people a year one of the biggest festivals in our country is a reggae festival. Yeah. Um, and I think that's testament to how um, unique our sound is down here in the Pacific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, there's such a connection, I think, um, mm. between between the islands and, of here and uh, the islands in the West Indies. Um, right. I don't know exactly what it is, um, but it's there, <laughs> you know, and talked about a lot, but it did kind of start with, with Bob's visit, you know. Yeah, I I think that too. I mean, Bob came and played that legendary concert in 79. Mm -hmm. uh, And my dad came here in 81. Um, By the time I was born, 12 Tribes of Israel was up and running. I was born 85. So, and and, and a lot of the members were made up of people who were already in some type of movement. Like, um, as you said, Shafu's dad, he was part of the Brown Panther movement. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the Springbok tour protest as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so there was, I feel like there was a kind of general movement going on and a shift in the, you know, social atmosphere at that time. Yeah, um, and there's Bastion and, Point in that as well, really, eh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there was kind of huge movements going on and Russia um, kind of popped up at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and gave people another... Um, you know, more sense of community in that time, yeah, just as the movements were dying down, so. Now, we've gone down a history route. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> it's probably my fault. <laughs> well, I mean, get... all of that has influenced my music yeah. and why yeah. I've kind of not been, you know, I've been doing it for a while in New Zealand now and I've not tried to pursue, like, the pop angle or it's ne- just never been on my radar, yeah. you know, Um and I think a lot of it has to do with my message and the kind of lyrics that I want to do and the, and the music that I write. Um, yeah, you know, there's a part of me that's always been a bit 
nervous or anxious to put music out because I wasn't sure of the reaction, but I've had a really great response. So yeah, it's great. And so you should. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, who have we got this time around in the producer seats? We've we've mentioned one before. Um, who else are we playing with? Um, so we've got Parks. Yep. From Lady Six and Parks, he did the remix of One Spirit for me, which is a great kind of like hip hop dance or classic Parks beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's personally my favourite track on the EP. Uh, One Spirit, yeah, that's a great track. And he's reworked on um, another track on my last EP as well, which got amazing response. That track uh, was called Coming Right Through. Uh, He's just a great producer, and I was stoked to have him do the remix for that. Um, Yeah, and it came out really well. So I hopefully get to work with him more in the future. He's totally underrated still, I think. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's real sad because, I mean, he's been around for a long time. I remember verse two. Um, when they all started out, that was hype. As, it was hype as well. It wasn't when they all started out. I mean, Lady, of course, had already uh, begun a wee while before that. But um, that stuff was amazing, and you know, the mainstays of the scene, but still uh, not recognised as much as I think they should be. So it's great. And um, yeah, there's other tracks on this album. You had one that was originally done by Unitone Hi-Fi, who's also incredibly underrated. Um, but that's yeah. been reworked as well. Yeah. But- that's the remix, One Spirit. That's the one that Parks has done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they've, their, their versions already out. I did a vocal for all of their version, um, which we haven't released. I'm not sure if we're going to release that this year. Uh, but we ended up sending that vocal to Parks, and he made the, a sick remix. I was like, yo, this is going on the EP. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do a good chat for too long. <laughs> now, we, we spoke about it a little bit before, um, about how you've kind of been away with, with uh, you know, you haven't had a release since 2012, but you have been doing things. You've been working with Lady Six, who we mentioned before, and Parks, uh, Jess B. Uh, you mm-hmm. did that thing with Lady Six, Jess B, and um, ba- uh, Bailey Wiley. Bailey Wiley, yes. Former Dunedinite, good friend. She's amazing. Uh, you also recently toured with Fat Freddy's. Uh, on their summer yeah. tour, which is always an absolute treat. Um, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you consider this EP kind of like the beginning of your comeback, a new thing? Yeah, definitely. My next release will be a full album. Where I'm already started working on that. I've always been performing, you know, as you said. I've been working yeah. with a lot of great artists, um, some great festivals, big New Zealand stages. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's kind of helped to keep me uh, current and also, like, people don't forget me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had music for so long. I'm, you know, music out there for so long. And always, after every show, people are like, where can I find your music? And I've dreaded having to send them to my 2012 EP because, you know, it's so many years old. Um, so I'm just glad to finally get some fresh stuff out there. And, yeah, as you said, it is a little teaser to what's to that was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.